Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. As I record this podcast, it is three weeks away from Thanksgiving Day 2015. And that's what I want to talk to you about, not only in this podcast, but in the next two podcasts to come before Thanksgiving. You know, we tend to think of Thanksgiving and a lot of our other holidays as simply that, holidays, days off. And I'm not a killjoy. I'm happy for Thanksgiving to be a lot about food and football and family, you know, the three F's. But I I want to encourage us to think differently about holidays, uh, about days that commemorate, especially some of the aspects of our faith in history. Uh, And I certainly want us to think about uh, using Thanksgiving as a time to embed the meaning of our faith and the meaning of our heritage into the next generation. Anytime you have a great culture, anytime you have a great cause, a great message in the world, it has to take on some kind of concrete form. It, it has to eventually form itself into commemoration ceremonies and special days set aside for remembrance and so forth. This perpetuates the memory of what has happened in the past. It embeds the meaning of that into the next generation. It, it keeps it alive within the culture. Every year we have July the 4th, for example, and, and yes, we have fun and we eat, we picnic and we barbecue and we have fireworks, but we also remember the sacrifices and the vision of our founding generation. It's good for us. It's good for the next generation. It's good for us to have a conversation with our kids about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and and what the Founding Fathers intended, what they risked, what took place in the American Revolution. Uh, Every year in America, we have a day set aside as Martin Luther King Day. And I realize that for some, it's merely an inconvenience, but, but for others, it's a time to think about the march to civil rights. It's a time to think about the history of slavery and racism in our country. It's a time to be grateful for those who helped us to begin to break free from that heritage. Well, as a Christian, I believe very much in the power of the calendar, uh, in the power of special days set aside. Call them holy days if you wish, although I'm certainly not suggesting that Thanksgiving is a holy day, so to speak. Uh, but But I do think that we learn down through the history of our faith the power of special days set aside to remember and to celebrate. All throughout the Old Testament, all throughout the ancient history of Israel, God required special feasts and festivals. He said that they were signs. Uh, He said that they were opportunities for teaching the next generation. Uh, A man would put a booth in his backyard, and this would recall the, the days in which the Israelites wandered in the wilderness. And even though the man had a perfectly good house, he put his wife and his kids in that booth, and they would stay there and and remember the days of wanderings and sufferings of his people. It was specifically a teaching device, a didactic device. Uh, In the instructions for doing this, uh, God had even said in the Old Testament, in the pages of the Old Testament, uh, when your children ask you, Dad, what does this mean? Why are we doing this? Then you will tell them so-and-so. It was assumed that this was an opportunity to pass the meaning of culture and faith on to the next generation. Now, I'd like to suggest that 
one of the things that we do not take advantage of as modern Americans and also don't take advantage of as modern American Christians is the opportunity to use Thanksgiving to make uh, the next generation aware, and by the way, to relive for ourselves what the meaning of America genuinely was, what the founding of America genuinely was, and uh, what kind of faith first settled in this land. We all know that the very first Thanksgiving uh, of any of any record in America was the Thanksgiving held by those who came across on the Mayflower. We called them the pilgrims. And after a year of starvation and difficulty, uh, they had an abundant harvest and they celebrated a Thanksgiving. Now, these were the people, these pilgrims were people who said that they had sailed on that Mayflower, quote, for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. They trusted God. They came to the new world. You know why they came? They wanted to be a stepping stone of the light of Christ in the lives of what we now call Native Americans, of the Indians, of the inhabitants of that part of the world, as the pilgrims said in their journals. So, so these first founders who came over were not those who wished to steal land or bring diseases or do all the things we sometimes hear that whites did when they came to the new world uh, amongst the, the natives of that land. Certainly, uh, there's a very spotted history in the story of Christopher Columbus, and it's rehearsed every year on Columbus Day, especially in academic settings. But the pilgrims have a very different kind of uh, perspective, a very different kind of story. And since it's the foundation of our Thanksgiving, uh, a day we have set aside every year to, uh, to honor that experience, it's something we ought to know. Uh, the pilgrims were persecuted in England for their dissenter faith. They weren't part of the established church. They ended up having to flee to Holland. They stayed in Leyden, Holland for 12 years from 1608 to 1620. And then finally, only because they had a vision to take the light of Christ into the new world, did they finally make arrangements and sail to the new world. Now, what I want to do is to take the next three weeks and help you celebrate a more distinctly historical and a more distinctly faith-oriented Thanksgiving celebration. Doesn't mean we can't watch the great football games or have fun with family or, or have a whole bunch of feasting. That's exactly what the day is for. In fact, by the way, on the very first Thanksgiving, there was a foot race and a shooting contest and wrestling, and so sports have always been part of this celebration. However, I do believe that just a few minutes before the meal begins, just a few conversations with children in the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving can radically change your family's culture, your children's memory, and the way we all hang on to the heritage of faith that we have in this country. I grew up in a largely non-Christian family, and yet every Christmas, purely out of custom, purely out of tradition, purely out of what we might call liturgy, uh, sort of a, a ritual or a ceremony done at prescribed times and in prescribed ways, my military father would open up the Gospels and he would read to us the Christmas story from the Bible. It happened every single Christmas. Well, we were all profoundly impacted by that. Uh, in a home that was otherwise not really Christian until later my mother converted to Christianity. 
And it had a profound effect upon me. The words, my father reading them, the story, the setting, it was always done late in the afternoon or early evening on Christmas Eve. And it was always done as there was a munchy kind of food set out, you know, and um, it was always discussed. The fireplace was always going. My mother was very good at the setting and my father was quite a nut about Christmas. And so he would be happy to read scripture. It profoundly impacted me, had a deep impact. And by the way, my brother and sister and I all became Christians um, and in some form Christian leaders. I, I think it, it, many of it, much of it harks back to when my father in sort of a ritualistic fashion would read the Gospels. So there's definitely a case to be made that if we're going to perpetuate a culture, if we're going to perpetuate truth and meaning through history, we're going to have to sort of revive it ourselves, dig, dig deep into it ourselves, but then also create a way for us to pass it on to the next generation. In my next podcast, I'm going to tell the Thanksgiving story in some detail. I only do podcasts about 10 or 12 minutes long, so it won't be as, as fuller recounting as it might have been, but, but it will definitely be an overview that you can replay to your children. You can play on Thanksgiving Day if you want. For those who are interested, you can send out to relatives who might be joining you. I'll simply tell the Thanksgiving story in a plain and moving way in my next podcast. And in the podcast that comes before that, I'm going to, or I'm sorry, after that, I'm going to make some recommendations for how you can sort of relive the Thanksgiving story, resurrect it without kidnapping your whole Thanksgiving day, and thus make a difference in lives. Those of you who have been with me for many years as I teach on this, uh, you know that I recommend, for example, that a few kernels of corn are put on each plate before the Thanksgiving meal and just a little bit of a Thanksgiving story told. This is a tradition that comes to us from New England. It's been practiced for centuries and uh, I can't, I just can't recommend it enough and I'll, I'll explain it a bit more. So let me ask you to shift your understanding of Thanksgiving even these three weeks out. Thanksgiving Day was a day set aside by our presidents, our government, to remember the grace of God, but it was done as, as a continuation of that first storied Thanksgiving in which our pilgrim forebears came to the new world for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. They almost died. The majority of them did, by the way. They then decided to have a celebration of God's goodness with, by the way, their Native American friends, and it was a glorious moment. And that was continued. Days of thanksgiving and prayer were always continued. Then our presidents picked them up. Abraham Lincoln signed the day of thanksgiving into law. Then frankly, the later Franklin Roosevelt sort of formalized it. And it has become an American tradition. So it is an American holiday, holy day. It's a day to remember. Let's eat, let's celebrate, let's spend time with family. But let me ask you to prepare yourself to just turn the diamond a little bit and transform your Thanksgiving celebration into something that impacts hearts, that passes faith to the next generation, and that keeps a vital and declining faith, frankly, alive in our own day. And that faith that I'm speaking of is the distinctly Christian vision for what this nation is meant to be. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on CNN, Fox, and the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, 
and the miracle of the Kurds. You can learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv and greatman.us and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote, performed, and produced the Rockin' Podcast theme song. Be sure to rate the Stephen Mansfield Podcast in the iTunes Store. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.